You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows like Cinematic Adventures and MF Uncensored. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. With me in the studio today is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm doing great because I'm in the studio. I was about to say, it's a, it's a <laughs> rare occurrence nowadays. Great. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Maybe even two. I don't know what the kids are saying anymore. No one knows except for the kids. And they even they have some trouble sometimes. <laughs> but we are back and we're not going to have a very long episode for you because we already don't like what we're talking about. <laughs> but we are doing our review for Marvel's latest Disney Plus show, Secret Invasion. Yeah, and, we are. And no secret how <laughs> we're going to be feeling about it. Yeah. Extremely meh. Meh is maybe even... A little too generous. A little bit. (laughs) So what we're going to do is, uh, first we'll go through some news, nothing too crazy, and we'll explain why in a second. But then we're going to talk a little bit of the non-spoiler stuff. We'll give you guys a spoiler warning, because the show came out, the series finale was, or season finale, we don't know if there's going to be a second season, came out at the time of recording about a week ago, so usually that gives people plenty of time to watch, but if you haven't yet, make sure you guys do. So, first and foremost, a little bit of unfortunate news the writer strike and actor strike is only gaining more momentum and more traction, and it's looking like a lot of movies are starting to push back. Spider Verse has recently announced that they're pushing back. Craven the Hunter, which we weren't particularly excited for anyway. anyway yeah. Morbius with animals, <laughs> but a lot of these movies are, are announcing their pushback dates, and it's it's unfortunate. And yeah. a lot of the bigger companies are now looking for more AI savvy individuals. Yeah, and we're going to talk about AI and the use of it in Secret Invasion. Yeah scandal oh yeah yeah but uh, some other news unfortunately our next big superhero outing is supposed to be blue beetle now i have not shied away from how excited i am for this movie the the trailers (laughs) look great the costume looks fantastic i like the kid who's playing jaime reyes you know from cobra kai but it is not tracking to do exceptionally well no i think the problem with it is the fact that superhero slash comic movies in general lately have just bombed yeah i think the only one that really hasn't and i could be wrong because but it's the first one that comes to mind is the batman no i'm gonna say guardians of the galaxy volume three did really well yeah okay but this this movie has a a budget of 120 million dollars and right now in the united states and canada it's projected to earn 12 to 17 million in its opening weekend with a projected domestic of 27 to 55 million i don't agree with that that i i hope not I don't agree. I, the first number, no way. Yeah, I, no, I, I'm hoping million? it does better. There, I'm trying to think what else is out and about because like, Barb Barbenheimer's doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so right? stupid. I love it. But, but by the time that Blue Beetle comes out, that hype is going to be gone. Because mm-hmm. I mean that what, Barbenheimer's been out for two weeks now, I believe. No, it just came out. Yeah, like at the time of recording. Okay. So I don't know. I feel like it's got no competition that I can think of, at least, of movies that are coming out at the same time. I think there's something that's coming out right before it. I'm trying to hmm. think, and I'm slowly looking this up, so if you want to keep talking. Yeah, no, that's fine, I, but I'm, I'm trying to think, too, and I mean, I don't really watch too much cable TV mm-hmm. or anything like that to 
know about trailers coming or anything. But, I mean, I, I still feel like 12 to 17 is way too low. Very low. I'm, I'm really... I, I think based off of those predictions, it's gonna it's gonna blow those predictions out of the water. I think. I mean, the only problem that's suffering, or the only challenge it has, I should say, is the fact that there's no big name. George Lopez is your biggest name. Yeah, but I'll argue that the Cobra Kai kids got a little bit of clout. Yeah. So I like I. We got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. It, that's coming out August second. The the new animated one. Supposedly it's getting good reviews. So August second. That's a Wednesday. I know, right? Uh, that's summer for you, right? Yeah, summer's weird. Meg 2, The Trench is coming out on the 4th. Oh, God. Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to... Th- like, I'm, I'm just looking at, like, the big things. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Netflix stuff coming out. A lot yeah. of, like, all that stuff. The Last Voyage of the Dement- Demeter, which is the Dracula movie. Oh, okay, yeah. The Pod Generation. A lot of these I don't even know, man. No. And then... Let's so, see. so, basically, it's got no competition. Well, the only things coming out on the same weekend are Strays, Blue Beetle, and Back on the Strip. So, yeah, the end, the middle to end of August really... Is a bunch of nothing. A lot of nothing. Yeah. A whole lot of nothing. But we'll but see. We'll see. I mean, like I said, it has it has to break, which I don't think it's going to. It's got to break like 140 million. I have not seen a lot of... I've seen a couple of TV spots for it now that we're yeah. getting closer, but... Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be. I, I think it'll. I think it'll be close. I think it's one of those that the second weekend you'll see not a big. I don't. I think you might even get a bigger second weekend from this movie. I hope so. I hope the word of mouth is enough that, yeah. like, from reading it online, like a lot of people are just kind of they're hating on it already. They're like, we already know what the entire movie's gonna be about. I was like, I just the trailer alone, like the scene of him cutting the bus in half, and he's yeah. like, oh my god, a little Deadpool ish, yeah, like. Deadpool, Iron Man, and you know, being a teenager and yeah, Spider Man, right, all wrapped up into one. Yeah, I, I'm. I'll see it. I, I oh, want to see 100%. it, and I'm curious to see what the reviews are going to be because we're not going to get the review embargo lift for at least two more weeks. Yeah, but eh, that's neither here nor there. More bad DC news. Yeah, unfortunately. So let us jump into now our non-spoiler thoughts about Secret Invasion and kind of how we feel about it. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll go through character, 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 scroll, 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 character, plot, and then be done. So initial thoughts, Ronnie, go. Okay. (laughs) Wildly okay. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, there were some really cool things about this Mm -hmm. and things that were really well done, but overall... This is something that you don't really need to see. Yeah. I, I think there is like maybe like one, two things that like watch it just to see this kind of thing. But even then, like, or just read about it. Mm. You know, I, I think this is one of those, even though it is tied into the MCU, it doesn't really do anything for it. Yeah. I, I'm curious to see if it's even going to tie into the to the Marvels in any capacity. It's supposed to. That's yeah. the thing. Like, it's supposed to tie into the Marvels. It's supposed to tie into... Which I'm oddly excited about. Like, the Marvels, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, like, feeling it. Yeah. Because I, I actually... I think, looking back on it, I really did like Miss Marvel. Yeah. Uh, I'm still... Still mad about I'm, it. That's fair. Yeah. But, I don't know. We'll see. Like, it, this... Oh, man. This would... This is just weird. It's just a weird show. And, yeah. in all honesty, it's another example of, you should have given us the Nick Fury movie and just done a movie yeah. rather than than this yeah no that was the thing with it too was like this this should have been a movie mm-hmm. i i think that's where it suffers yeah I, i'm just kind of like i'm really just mad and also i'm kind of 
I hate to say it. I'm over Sam Jackson's Nick Fury. Yeah. Like he's just he's just tired and like I get it and that's part of like the character in this, but yeah. I don't know. I'm just like I don't get excited to see Nick Fury anymore. Mm-hmm. Which is like sad. Yeah. But yeah. So let's we'll leave it at that. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we are doing our spoiler filled thoughts on Marvel's Secret Invasion. But first, a quick break. Hey guys, it's Paul, and the Misfit Faction is looking for your help. We are trying to grow not only our network, but also grow our brands, and the best way to do that is if you guys are looking to start your very own podcast. Maybe you guys have been listening to us for a while. Maybe it's something you guys have always wanted to do, but you're not sure how to get started. If you go to podbean.com slash Misfit Faction, you guys will get a month of free podcasting on us. That is a gift from us. So make sure if you guys are looking to start your own show, you reach out to us and go to podbean.com slash Misfit Faction. Also, maybe you guys have your own online business or service. That you're always looking to grow, and advertising is a very big part of that. If you guys go to sponsorship.podbean.com/slash Misfit Faction, you guys can get a hundred dollars worth of free advertising again as a thank you from us to you guys. That's sponsorship.podbean.com/slash Misfit Faction. All right, we are back, and this is your official spoiler warning. We are going to be diving into Marvel's Secret Invasion. We are going to not hold anything back. So if you have not watched the show yet, maybe. Like go go do that. Like that probably be a good idea if you're yeah. listening to a podcast on it. Or take what we said and don't watch it. Yeah, that's fair. But still listen to this part of the episode. Yeah, fight the power. Like don't yeah, right? fight against the establishment. <laughs> Nobody tells you what to do. You, you, do, you do you. Nah, we both said it. That was weird. All right. So the premise is exceptionally simple with mm-hmm. a group of scrolls, like renegade scrolls. Yes. Because that was my big issue from Captain Marvel. They did the villain swap where the Kree were actually the, the full bad guys and the Skrulls were the quote-unquote good guys, or the mm-hmm. victims in this case. So we find out that since Captain Marvel, they have not been able to find a new home for the Skrulls. Yep. They kind of got semi-abandoned, but the Skrulls were actually working with Nick Fury on Earth mm-hmm. as agents. Like They collected DNA from the Avengers battle yeah. at, during Endgame, which is crazy. And basically, they were promised, we're, we're going to find a new planet for you, don't worry. And that hasn't happened yet. So now there's a renegade group of scrolls that are mm-hmm. there to make Earth the new Skrullos. Yes. All right. So let's start with Sam Jackson's Nick Fury. So we saw in Spider-Man No Way Home, mm-hmm. right? No. Spider-Man Far. Far From Home. Yeah. The second one <laughs> that he had Talos and his wife were masquerading as Maria Hill and, him, and Nick Fury. Yes. Well, Nick Fury was up in space building saber all right whatever that is saber's the well we find the, out later yeah it's the opposite of shield it's yeah. like the space the space protection mm-hmm. so the green lanterns yeah <laughs> so we find out that like he's been away from earth for so long because he's worn out and he's uncertain about his place in the world and really it's because of the blip he hasn't been the same mm-hmm. since the blip now we also found out that he's not only married but he's yeah. married to a scroll yes so, what were your initial thoughts on on finding out that aspect of Nick Fury's life? All right, stupid. Yeah, I mean, not the being married, but being married to a scroll. Mm-hmm. Like, like, why? What was the choice behind that? Is it to show compassion towards the scroll? So that, or was he like, when did he get married to the scroll? Yeah, it's it's you know, like like was he married before? Captain Marvel, or did he meet after? Because he doesn't seem like the type that would marry a scroll knowingly. I'm going to definitely say it was after the the events of Captain Marvel, while he was working with all of them. But I think, like, 
I think they wanted it to be a fake out almost, like yeah. where, oh my god, Nick Fury's wife is a scroll, and then so you're like, Nick Fury oh. must be one. No. Or not even that, like you know, because yeah. the whole point of Secret Invasion is the scrolls infiltrating every facet, and that's why the comic books did a much better job with it because they had access to all of their heroes. Yes, this had one Avenger in it, and that was Rhodey, and yeah. even that is is being a little light on the Terum Avenger. Yes, and so C like level Avenger. It's not even that. Like they still have not really established what's going on with the Avengers. Yeah. And I think that that's one of their biggest faults at this yeah. point in the MCU that the Avengers are just kind of. I yeah. mean, like we'll make them again. And, and like they had like a slight nod to it. I remember in the first episode they were like, "We got some people you call," and Fury's like, "No." Yeah. It's like. There's nothing funnier than them trying to make excuses as to why they yeah. <laughs> like they don't call it's in. Like, this this could I mean it's one of those this could have been dealt with in two seconds if you did call them. And then I think the have? closest thing we really got to the Avengers was, you know, like Scott's monologue yeah. in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yeah. Like they mentioned him being an Avenger and all that stuff too. And like he says he's an Avenger, but we have no idea if the Avengers are still a thing. I think, yeah. let's see, the only active Avengers that we definitely know of, Professor Hulk, mm-hmm. stupid, Falcon now Captain America, yeah. but they, again, they haven't even established that yet. Like if he's going to be leading the new yeah. team of Avengers, Spider-Man and... You s- say Wanda? No, she she dead. Remember, as far as we know, she turned bad and then and then died. Kind of probably. Well, Strange. Doctor Strange, but I don't really I don't know if he was ever really an Avenger. He's more Illuminati. He's more Defender. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's just a weird time, and Marvel's just it's not catching anybody the same way anymore. Which is no. It's struggled since Endgame. Yeah. And to put so much focus on that with Nick Fury struggling since Endgame. That's probably the only thing I can relate to. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I thought it was weird that his wife was a scroll and that he was like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, yeah. I, I get it. Like, you know, looking past the, the skin. And then obviously at the end, she's like, I'm going to be my true self. And he's like, yeah, makes yeah. out with her. Weird. But it just was a little much. Yeah. We got Ben Mendelsohn returning as Talos. Mm-hmm. I loved their interactions, the two yes. of them, Fury and Talos. They had really good chemistry. Um, they always, it's always really weird when they're in full makeup talking. Yeah. I don't know how much of it is CGI at this point, how much of it is actual practical makeup, but it always looks weird when they're talking because it, it's like very rubbery, yeah. like almost like Planet of the Apes, the old school. <laughs> yeah. But what did you think about Talos? I, I think he might have been like the bright spot. Mm-hmm. That's a, to be honest with you, I wasn't a fan of, excuse me, of Fury. I think Talos, Talos, however you pronounce it, because I feel like throughout the show I heard it like two or three different times. Yeah. Different ways. But to me, I think he's kind of the bright spot the one one of the few good things about this i would love to see more of him unfortunately it does not look like we are going to because again spoilers he does die i believe like episode three or four he has a heroic death and all that stuff but like it it was he was a great character i did really enjoy him he he definitely stood out in the original captain marvel and obviously became kind of a fan favorite Mm -hmm. so it was really cool to have him back and you know obviously he has stakes now he's lost his wife his daughter's on the uh, the bad guys team now so you know he lost his faith in fury too but he's still like his friend so let's see going down the list we have kingsley ben adir as gravik so gravik was he was like we get it I, i understand and obviously he is a very typical he, he was like they they promoted him as having like all these different layers but really he was just he was just a bad guy yeah who wanted to rule yeah you know and he was he was an orphan that basically you know 
Fury promised it to help him out. Mm-hmm. He promised the New Earth to really just help out Gravik. And I think there's that animosity towards, you know, Fury because of that and how he let him down after he said he wouldn't and all this. And that's kind of why he's the one that basically starts the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. I, yeah. It makes you wonder how many scrolls are actually because it seems like there's so many. They said at one point millions. Yeah, so. which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have his right hand man, Killian Scott, as Pagan, mm-hmm. uh, second in commands. He was there. Yeah. A lot of these characters were just there. Yes. And we're just kind of going down the cast list yep. at this point. Um, I did enjoy the scene where like he meets with all the the scroll commanders yes. type thing, and he he basically takes over a scroll command because yeah. it seems like they did have a hierarchy on Earth. Yeah. And it was Talos at one point. Like, he was the one in charge. And then he got ousted. Yeah. And now Gravik took over. And But you don't really see too much of the aftermath of that. It's more yeah. just a lot of talking. Like, all right, we're going to launch this bomb. Uh, are we, though? Yeah. Yeah. See, I think this show would have been much better as just a standard spy thriller. Like, almost in the vein of Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I think doing it in it's like an actual spy noir type thing where there's a mystery to solve with this yeah. would have been the better... I, I just that's just my own personal yeah. opinion because unfortunately also here's the thing, Sam Jackson's old, yeah. like he is not a young guy anymore. You saw it in Captain Marvel when they did the de aging and like he tried to do like physical stuff. It's hard to watch. Oh yeah, he's seventy four. Yeah, he's up there. Like uh, ha- having him, <laughs> having yeah. him be in charge of anything (laughs) having him do physical motion is hard to watch like he could shoot like all that and like i like him standing dramatically in his trench coat and all that which again they did the trench coat moment where he puts it on in the eye patch and i just did not feel a thing no i was like oh okay i I, I would his look was better with just the glasses with the scar showing and the beard and stuff like that which is even stranger because like he's he's dead he's got two different graves but like he's just kind of like people know he's actually still alive. It's very confusing. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's very strange. Like and again, it's things that happened movies and movies and movies ago that they just don't ever talk yeah. about. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna skip some of the uh, some of these people. Yeah. I don't even know. Uh, Dermot Mul- Mulroney as President Ritson. Now this mm-hmm. is our first time really seeing the political side of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Like we got it a little bit when Civil War rolled around, but this is the first time that we're actually getting like straight up. This is the president of the United States, and this is how he's reacting. Yeah. And they went against expectation. I was really expecting a very similar vein to X-Men The Last Stand, where at the end of the president's like, I like this guy. Like, mutants and humans are cool. Best friends. Because I'm a mutant. No, he's not. Well, no. No, that would have been funny. But, uh, yeah, but in this, like, he gets saved, finds out that Rhodey's been a scroll the whole time, and then he's like, war on scrolls. Yeah. What did you think about the War on Scrolls thing at the end? I, I feel like there's more to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's more to Ritson. You know, where I I don't know if he's a scroll or if he's someone else that could be a shapeshifter or something like that. Hmm. Um, I Just due to the fact that, you know, we saw he there was that mention of War on Scrolls and then all of a sudden you know you had freaking the purge happening yeah where people are just going around killing people because they don't know who's a scroll who's not because of the that last thing. that last scene was was dark yeah like 
Like this show, this show was a little bit darker than their typical Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. but like that, that, that was, was that was intense. Yeah, I know commentary on the world, whatever we know, yeah. but it was unfortunately I think it's a storyline that we're never going to see get played out. Yeah, there is going to be a passing line to the Kree Skrull Peace Summit was successful in the Marvels yeah. at this point that they're not getting. I don't think they're getting a season two. I don't think that we're going to be seeing a lot of these storylines yeah. play out. Uh, I- I don't think it ever was going to get a season two. Probably not. But I know that it does lead into the Marvels and Armor Wars and all yeah. these things. So speaking of Armor Wars, let's talk about Colonel James Rhodes, also known as not Colonel James Rhodes. What do you mean? Whoa. <laughs> it's actually a female scroll too, which is even funnier. Yeah. That, that, uh, that adds a lot of questions and a lot of layers. Yeah. So I thought that that was a good, that was a good change. Yeah. It was a good surprise, like because obviously one of the main characters had to be a scroll. Yeah, having it be Rhodey was a good choice, but it's very. There's a lot of questions about it. Like the biggest question is when did it happen? Mm-hmm. Now the big theory, and this was quote unquote confirmed by the director. So basically, when he was told that somebody had to be a scroll, he was the only rules he got from Marvel about Rhodey was that he has to not be able to walk at the end, and it has to lead into armor wars in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah, so what did you think about Rhodey being a Skrull? I, honestly, I liked it, mm-hmm. because I think he was probably the one we were least thinking of being a Skrull. That's fair. You know, I think a lot, a lot of people are probably going towards, you know, Fury Yeah. being a Skrull, so. So when do you think Rhodey was taken as, and replaced as a Skrull? That's tough. My first thought was right after the crash in Civil War. See, that's that's what the you big know, theory yeah. was, and that's what the director's saying. Yeah, like um, right after, you know, he's, I think at some point when he's learning to walk, right? Because, you know, you have that scene where he's trying to walk and he falls down and mm-hmm. everything. So I don't know if it was at some point then, but then to me, I don't think he would have reacted the same way in Endgame. Oh, yeah. So, well, even when he gets trapped under the debris in Endgame, he's still paralyzed. Yeah. Like, he can't use his legs. So, for me, because the, the, they're saying it's because of his leg braces and because he's in the hospital gown. Yeah. And I would like to point out that he could have gone to the hospital at any point. Yeah. He could have been going for a routine checkup. Yeah. Maybe they'll talk about it in, in Armor Wars exactly when it happened. I, I do agree. It does not make sense based on how he reacted to everything. Like, he was crying about Tony, like, all these yeah. things. Like, he was holding Happy Hogan. Like, it, it was just a lot. And considering, as a Skrull, he started to lose his composure really quick after we found out he was a Skrull. Yeah. The audience found out, anyway. Yes. And it is just... But, you know, Melanie, producer Melanie figured it out right away, because she was like, he called him Nick. When they were having that discussion at, at like, at the bar, and they're yeah. having a drink, he calls him Nick. And nobody uh, calls Fury. Fury Nick. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if Fury knew... I think he figured it out pretty quick. Because I feel like... I noticed him calling him Nick, but I didn't think of it that way. Producer Melanie did right away. Yeah. Immediately. And I, so I wonder if, you know, Fury knew. Because I feel like Fury did have a reaction to when he did get called Nick. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Yeah, sad. Yeah. But anyway, Amelia Clark as Gaia. What did yeah. you think? I, I like Amelia Clark. I'm, I'm, I really hope she finds success somewhere. <laughs> But because she did Terminator right after Game of Thrones, yeah. and she tried and like this, and just I, I think Game of Thrones is always going to just be her, her crowning that's achievement. What you know her, at. yeah, yeah. But uh, but I, I mean, I did 
I kind of sort of liked the storyline with Gaia, mm-hmm. but I think the one thing that is missing from this show in general is no character development. Yeah, a lot or of you it got it, but with no like evidence, no like background to like how they went from point A to point B. It it's a it's a big too, time frame. Yeah, it's literally almost like thirty years from Captain Marvel to this yeah. time period. I think even more with the blip, but. They they did a good job with Talos and Gaia. They they had great chemistry, the two yeah. actors. They did a great job when they were interacting with each other. I feel like there was an episode missing, yeah. in all honesty. But apparently the two of them like colluded with each other to like, all right, well this is what happened between our characters. This is why we feel this way. Like they they yeah. worked together to kind of create their own backstories. But I feel like a good show you shouldn't have to. Yeah, right. But she is now the most powerful being in existence. Yeah, she all got right. the what did they call it? The, um, the harvest. Yes. The yeah. Harvest. So she, they introduced the concept of super scrolls in this, and in the beginning, there's only like four or five characters yeah. that they take from Groot. I forget some of the other, the extremists. I'm trying to think what else they had. Like only like a couple, like a handful of things yeah. that they were able to actually do, which is fine. It worked out. Gaia gets the extremists first because it, it helps you heal, and that was it was fun to see that back yeah. from Iron Man three. But then, her and. Grab, and I did like the, the switcheroo because they committed to it, like him limping and coughing and taking the pills. And yeah. then, fun, you know, you find out it's Gaia. It, it made sense towards the end. Yes. Like it kind of, yeah, you kind of figure that one out. But it was it was still a good idea. And the two of them had a very good but very short and very late in the series fight scene. Yeah. What did you think about the, the super duper mega super scrolls? I mean, again, great concept. I would have liked to see more of the fight because mm-hmm. like – Again, it, it, to me, it's almost like if you take, you know, Hulk against Thanos or something like that, like that fight is not lasting two seconds. Right. You know, like like that's kind of the equivalent of this fight in a way where it should have lasted. Well, actually, Hulk versus Thanos was only a couple of minutes. Fair. 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 But you get what I'm saying, though, right? Like, like, like it's a fight that should last a long time. And in this, it seemed like I hit you, you hit me, I hit you, you're dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It it was it was cool to like see them changing into the different like Drax's arm yeah. and and the Hulk and we got to see kind of how strong the Hulk actually is when he like he, I think he decks her and she yeah. goes flying or vice versa like flying yeah that's the Hulk ironically the Super Scroll was a better Hulk than we got in World yeah. and all that that's another thing that I don't think we're ever gonna get real follow up to uh, She Hulk and all that yeah who knows though I nobody knows at this point what's yeah. going on because everything's crazy everything's right. weird but. It's it's weird that they're leaving arguably the most powerful character in existence. Yeah. They're going to nerf her the next time we see her. It's going to be like, oh, yeah. oh the, it was so powerful that it burned through. I can only use one power yeah. at a time yeah. and only for a limited time. They'll, they'll find ways. Yeah. They'll Peter Petrelli her yeah. at some which point. Is, which is smart because, again, you can't have like the OP. Like, again, you get – it's almost like the Superman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just have Superman, you know – helping you out every single time and that's basically the similar like equivalency right here yeah all right we also have uh charlene woodward as vara slash priscilla who mm-hmm. plays uh, nick fury's wife i did enjoy her when they finally like he confronted her about like what's going on that you know like is this like wh- whose form are you even in like something you should probably should have asked really early on yeah and you find out that it was a woman that she was taking care of like that like, all right yeah. cool, cool cool yeah but otherwise she's just kind of there. She's there. Yeah. Yeah. She had her badass moment with uh, Gaia yeah. in the house, and that was pretty much it. Christopher McDonald. Has yes. Shooter McGavin. FXN 
news host. Yeah. Yeah, we all know. Mm. Some of the other fun ones, we have Kobe Smulders as Maria Hill. I will say fun because she died in the first episode. Yeah. And she kept getting special guest star things. Yeah, I didn't, I, I noticed that too, and I was like, is she, she is coming she? back a lot? Like, I was really hoping that it was going to be like, <laughs> I really hoped that it was just going to be like a fake out, but yeah. I guess not. Uh, it was, it was kind of a shame. Oh, yeah. I, I liked the two of them together. They made sense together. Yes. But it... I guess she knew about it. Kobe Smulders knew coming in that this yeah. was going to happen, and she, you know, she signed off. But whatever. Yeah. Let's see. Martin Freeman is Everett Ross. That was fun to see him as yes. a as a scroll and that whole opening scene. That was what I wanted the show to be. Yeah. Like I, I hate that they they make these shows and they, there's like a much better premise that you could just do. Yeah. But and that, that's pretty much the the biggest main cast. There's a lot of other small names, but we're not going to get too crazy into it because yeah. we're already tired of the show. Now let's talk <laughs> about the title sequence yeah big controversy with the title sequence because it was used creating a it was created using ai people were less than yes. thrilled about it um a it looked stupid yep it was one of the worst opening sequences they could have ever done yeah. and then people thought it was very poor timing given that this was also during the 2023 writers guild of america strike so <sighs> That's just coincidental. Oh, yeah. Because we all know, like... This was done months ago. Again, this was done well before any talks about a possible strike. Mm -hmm. So, you can't link the two. Like, what do you expect them to be like, oh, this comes out in, like, two days. Oh, let's wipe the title card and make a new one in two days. In all honesty, I think they could have done a very simple title. Like, a title sequence... It just use the one you already have. I don't <laughs> like Marvel for me. One. They they shouldn't have used the because that was one of the reasons that prompted the strike to begin with. Yeah. Using AI to take away from people that do the actual work. Yes, and I will say that it the show suffered for it. Like we did, we watched the opening sequence once and we're like, "Ew, what is this?" Oh, Before yeah. we even knew that it was all AI, yeah. and it was just I did the same thing because like I think the first episode, I don't think you can skip. The intro. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I, I can't remember. But then I remember like every other one, like it had the little box skip intro and I'd be like, click. Mm-hmm. Again, A, to save time. Yeah. <laughs> and B, it, it was stupid. Like it, it seemed, it had nothing to do with the show. Yeah. It just, you know, like usually like it has like some like fun little thing to incorporate things from the show. And this was just like silhouettes. Yeah. Like, it, it was just kind of, yeah. Meh. But let's do a Star City rating for Secret Invasion. You want to go first? I'll go first. I give this 2.5. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Yeah. It's completely middle of the road. Like middle we still we still look forward to watching it for the yeah. most part. But the, the fight sequences in it are pretty good. Like especially the one in what was the deli, like in the in the back and like oh, the cooler yeah, yeah. area. Like, yeah, yeah. Like that whole like little oh, sequence. Oh, we was forgot cool. a we forgot a whole character. Yeah. Oh my God. What are you letting me do? God. <laughs> Let's, I noticed that before, but I was like... Because I was about to wait. say, she's one of the best. Yeah. Olivia <laughs> Coleman is Sonia Fallsworth. I think it's because I wanted to save her for the end. Yeah. I really liked her. Oh, yeah. She was a highlight of the show. Yes. Every scene she was in, she kind of stole with that chipper kind of, yeah. I'm still going to murder you energy. Uh-huh. And, you know, like the torture scene was... I don't want to say it was good. That's a weird statement. It it's was good. Take, it was take, good. Thank it was a for cool her. scene. Yeah. She's the only character that I would like to see more of from this show. Oh, which I'm sure we'll get. Because again, I, I I don't think so. It was really like they yeah. set her up with Gaia at the end, and I don't know what kind of follow up we're getting I, with this. I, I feel like because her and Talos were like the best things about the show, mm-hmm. along with like the fight sequences that we did get, even though there were like few of them or whatever. But 
again, I think this, to me, this show, it started off strong. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did enjoy the first episode a lot. The second episode was okay. And then, it, like, it kind of, like, wavered and everything. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm going to give this a 2.5. I was hoping for a lot more than what we got. Yeah. And it, there's just so much more that is leave to be desired for this. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's fair. We have no Fan Feedback Friday this week. That's my fault, guys. I dropped the ball. So if you want to uh, <laughs> voice your complaints, make sure you guys check out our Facebook page, the <laughs> Multiverse Fancast or the MF Uncensored, the Misfit Faction, whatever you guys want. We're on all the social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. Just type in the Misfit it's Faction. It's not Twitter anymore. It's, it's still Twitter. It is, it's not it's not changed yet on my phone. <laughs> so make sure you guys check us out. And if you, got more, you guys want more of our content, our website, themisfitfaction.com. We appreciate all you guys for uh, all your support there. I know it's been a little lackluster, but maybe there'll be a full review of this show on there at some point. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Not me. <laughs> my work schedule has been wild, and yeah. that's part of the reason we've been a little inconsistent with everything. Yeah. But we want to thank you guys for listening. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash. See ya.